Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. Trouble for the Boy Scouts of America as a wave of sex abuse claims looms. And they may have removed them from scouting. They may have kept them in their perversion files. But they never alerted the community. For them to hide and to um, to basically uh, uh, protect uh, these 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 disgusting sick people is inexcusable and negligent. There's no question, and nobody can dispute that. I'm Tim Wenger on 9:30 and 7:16. Some perspective on the latest wave of sex abuse allegations shaking an American institution. Lawyers across the U.S. are recruiting clients for a potentially crippling new wave of sexual abuse lawsuits against the Boy Scouts. Past payouts have already seriously strained the organization's finances, and it hasn't ruled out filing for bankruptcy either. But now the threat is increasing because a number of states, including New York, are moving to create a new legal window so that victims of long-ago abuse can sue. We begin with Aaron Katursky. In the so-called perversion files, the Boy Scouts of America listed volunteers over several decades who had been accused of sexual misconduct and were therefore ineligible to be scout leaders. Attorney Jeff Anderson called it alarming the Boy Scouts kept that list secret. And they may have removed them from scouting. They may have kept them in their perversion files, but they never alerted the community. Anderson said an internal audit by the Boy Scouts revealed more than 7,800 alleged child sex abusers in the ranks and more than 12,000 victims. The first hint of the scope of a problem the organization has acknowledged. The Boy Scouts said in a statement it cared for all victims of child sexual abuse and apologized to anyone harmed during their time in scouting. Anderson's firm is now working with some of the alleged victims in this state to sue once a law removing the statute of limitations takes effect. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. WBEN's Brendan Keeney went after more detail of the legal threats facing the Boy Scouts, talking to attorney Anderson and local attorney Steve Boyd, who has been deeply involved in actions against a similar crisis facing the Catholic Church. These pedophiles, these rapists, have slept well for decades, and the survivors have lost sleep for decades. And that's about to change. Now that the window is opening, Those pedophiles are not sleeping as well as they did. Steve Boyd is a prominent attorney who represents survivors of child sex abuse, and he says he verbally gasped when he heard the scope of the allegations brought against Boy Scout leaders from 1944 to 1916. Nearly 8,000 adult leaders accused of harming more than 12,000 victims. Roughly 130 New York leaders were accused, with a dozen of them having ties to western New York. Jeff Anderson of Anderson & Associates held the press conference yesterday to bring forward the shock information, and he says these perversion files have been kept a secret by the Boy Scouts for decades. The magnitude of the problem in the Boy Scouts of America is really grave, and it's grave because they had a systemic practice at their national headquarters of keeping those files of every leader 
who have molested or raped uh, children across the country. To hear more from both attorneys and read more on the report, you can head to our website, brendankeeneywben.com news. Some perspective now. I would certainly hope that the vast majority of all of these allegations stem from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, long before I got involved in scouts. But I did want to share with you, I'm from Rochester. I'm involved in a Cub Scout program as a leader. I'm involved in a Boy Scout program. I have sons. I have three children, three boys in the Scout program. On the Bowerly and Bellavia show Tuesday, as Tom discussed the crisis facing the Scouts, a Scout leader from Western New York, Todd, in Rochester, dialed in with interesting perspective. They're currently, and they've been in place for about, I think, five or eight years, they have a process called Too Deep Leadership. Um, meaning you can never, ever be alone. Right. Uh, and no scouts can ever be alone with a leader. And no leader, you know, you have to have two scouts. You always have to have two leaders. You can't, you can't be in a room with them. You can't drive with them. You can't, none of that. There's always a buddy system. There's always another adult. I can't do any events, any meetings, unless there's at least two or three adults. And there's also what's called a youth protection program, which all any leader, any committee member has to take. And the scouts have to uh, that's very clear, too, in the Scout Handbook. There's very clear stranger danger uh, information. So that's something that has moved the program forward. For, forgive me for saying this, but one of the problems with these kinds of situations, whether it is the church or whether it is the Boy Scouts, is you're not strangers. I mean, you are you are known mentors. The parents know you, and it's not like you're the stranger reaching out from behind an alley to steal a youth uh, into the you know in, into the white van with the free puppy sign on it. If this is, I mean, that's, that's exactly a good point. You say stranger. I, I was using that as my own. You know, it used to be the concept years ago, a stranger danger. In fact, in, in the Scout Handbook, it clearly says, and any parents in Buffalo that are listening, one of the things that clearly comes right out up front is when you have child abuse that takes place these days, it's usually someone you or your family knows. Todd, here's here's what I'm, I'm having a hard time getting my, my head around, is the fact that other Scout leaders had to know who the scum nuts were. Probably, and you know what? I completely agree with you. Uh, the Boy Scouts of America... I'll equate it to the Catholic Church in Rome, uh, for them to hide and to, um, to basically uh, uh, protect uh, these, these, these disgusting, sick people is inexcusable and negligent. There's no question, and nobody can dispute that with you. I think the thing that's very important that I need to convey is this. There have been, over the last hundred years, millions and millions of kids who've been involved in scouts and hundreds of thousands of leaders. So despite the huge numbers, which is disgusting and shocking and horrifying to me as a father as well, that it's like everything else, the one or two percent, the bad apples that screwed up for everybody, I need to convey that scouting is wonderful for my family, the time that we spend together, the quality time, young kids need scouting more than ever and it, it we live at a time where i've got to fight cell phones and computers right. they learn how to communicate they learn self-sufficiency and if there's any parents listening now that say i don't want to do scouting i would say you have to really really embrace the program it's it makes kids better it teaches them self-sufficiency god and country what your program i think is all about um the program has changed shame on the boy scouts and the catholic church for hiding these things the programs have changed, and, 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 and their quality time with your kids 
It makes our children better. No, the, the protocols, Todd, as you said at the beginning of the phone call, the protocols have changed. And, you know, from what you have seen in your position from scouting, uh, is it is it ironclad in, in practice or do you see people, and I'm not saying that there's any ill intent, do you see people sometimes out of necessity uh, not flaunting but uh, having to break the rules about uh, never uh, one-on-one situations? No, no, there's, there's a no-tolerance policy. I'll give you an example. Um, about three years ago in a troop I'm involved in, there was an allegation that a leader who was going to move to the South had, quote-unquote, hit um, uh, one of the scouts. And I happened to share this with somebody. I said, that I don't think is true. And I shared this with another leader. And I was new to the program, and I didn't know what the protocol was, and I didn't you know, it was something that allegedly happened a year uh, before at some award ceremony when the kid wasn't in line. And immediately that leader had contacted out of his duty, and he knew the protocol, I wasn't a leader at the time, had called counsel and said, hey, wait a minute, and there was what's called a youth protection violation. And immediately uh, that was, there was an investigation, um, there was a, a potential suspension in place. Turns out there was no merit. They interviewed the kid. He said, no, he never hit me. That never happened. Um, but the point is, it's taken extremely seriously. There's a zero tolerance policy. If you're, there's zero tolerance. There, you know, they, they take it very seriously because, because the leaders are all parents and we know a lot more now. So I, I don't, I don't think there's any loosey goosey, uh, openings. I, I think this is taken very seriously and the kids are more aware and are empowered to speak up if they see something as well. well I'm going I'm to ask you to step outside of your scouting uh, role for just a moment, and I know you're very proud of it, and I really appreciate the passion you bring as a caller to this. Uh, it means a lot to everybody listening, believe me. Yep. But, uh, like, at the end of the day, you know, we, we, we mentioned the Catholic Church and we mentioned scouting. What in the hell causes a grown man who can fake being normal in so many ways on the outside to go after little boys? I, I am, I just, I can't believe it. Well, and I'm not, I'm like, I'm not some poly, and I'm not some Pollyanna of the world, you know, through rose-colored glasses. I've been around the block a few times, and I still don't understand it. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a psychologist, but you know, there are teachers. There are, you know, what it really comes down to. It's it, the concept of bullying really comes down to it's power. Okay, but but the sexual element. These are people who who are sick. Um, these are people that are sick, um, and and it's in a lot of other things too. I, I mean, you, you you have things in the military. Anytime you have somebody in a position of power, they can abuse that power. And sex. You know, they talk about rape, for example. That is not a sexual crime. Rape is a violent crime. Okay, so so the concept really is about power, I believe, and it's really about abuse, but. Pedophile, you know, it's another thing, and I, you know, it's funny because uh, I have a cousin who's gay. Um, he is a gay guy. He lives in he lives in uh, he lives in Philadelphia. He's not a pedophile. He just happens to be gay. Just right. because he's gay doesn't mean he's a pedophile. But the point is, these people are sick. They're in different places, uh, in in different organizations. Um, we, you know, I, I can't I can't speak to that other than to say that 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 people abuse power and are sick, and, and, and they're all over the place. Fortunately, now we live in a culture where there's much more openness and awareness about abuse. That's a good thing. I, I agree with you. And, you know, you, you mentioned teachers, and there is often, in fact, there is almost always a disconnect when it comes to teachers. There are actually websites out there 
uh, when it comes to teachers having sex with students, rate how hot the teacher is. It's, it's like it's not taken seriously. Now, granted, we're not talking about seven- or eight-year-olds, and we're talking about people who probably, well, in, in, in every case I've read about, they gave some kind of consent, but their consent means nothing if, they don't, if they're not of the legal age of consent, number one. Number two, it's just plain wrong for the teacher to be doing it with any student, and yet, especially when it is a female teacher, it is, well, how hot is she? South Park actually did a parody. Was it South Park? Yeah, South Park actually did a parody of that involving butters. No, I mean, I, I wish I could say that I was I was kidding, but I, I'm being dead serious, and I, I just have I've never understood why the dichotomy is made between everybody else and teachers. Uh, you know what? It happened. It happened years ago in fraternities. It happened years ago in military organizations. You know, it's just it's it, there's certain conduct. Um, I think the word power identified, and I appreciate you keeping me on. Um, I think the concept of power is, is critical to the conversation. And the point is that people are empowered to be, uh, to stand up for themselves, to not be abused, to not be abused by people of authority, whether it be police officers, uh, administrators, people at work, people at leer at them. Uh, leer at them. Uh, our, our, uh, this Joe Biden apparently is going to declare his presidential campaign. Uh, people have felt that he has been inappropriate in the past. So people are speaking out. You know what they want? They want respect, and they want to be treated as a person uh, with dignity. And, and so that's, I think, what we're talking about. And, again, I want to say it. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of people have been leaders in the scout program. There have been millions of scouts, and 98%, I believe, have had quality programs that enhance their lives and that's good for them and, and, and to build character. And we have, again, Bad apples have to scooter for everybody, and the scouting program is much healthier. And I choose to move forward with my family. We're going to stay in the scout program and honor the youth protection program. And I acknowledge and appreciate you giving me the opportunity to represent parents and scout leaders who take these, this path very seriously and are, are, learn from it and make it a better program. And, and that's all I can say. Well, we're, we're on the same page. I'm, I'm still, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about the statistics. I still find the, the sheer number alarming. But, again, that's not taking into account the low percentage that represents. The, the low percentage, but so many raw numbers is disconcerting. But as you said, we're talking about, I would doubt it's even 1% of of the uh, scout leaders who've been involved with scouts in the same time period but i'm i'm grateful for uh, hearing from you i appreciate your passion and uh, we're pretty much in agreement yeah i mean uh, just uh, again i mean uh fraternities military programs um you know what it comes down to a lot of the time is when you have a large group uh you have this mob mentality sometimes people do things they normally wouldn't do um and we've heard about situations. Look, let me share something with you very interesting. I heard a statistic that back in 1930, the most sophisticated, well-educated uh, culture in the world, they know more about art and music and, and language and history and science, were the German people. Were the German people. And there's a whole psychology about this mob mentality and what happened during the Depression and how Germany went from being this incredible culture to being a culture that essentially watched with the banality of evil how Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, you know, systematically killed millions of Jewish people and 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 and, 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 and these minorities, the Slavs, and so people are weak, 
and sometimes are not confident to stand up for themselves when they see something going on that's wrong. It's happened for a long time in history, and hopefully these things are well behind normal cultures, and we move forward, I hope. A bankruptcy filing by the Boy Scouts could be epic in its scope and complexity and could prove crippling to the organization. It could also result in lower payouts to people who were molested as youngsters by scoutmasters or other volunteers. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.